0: Through all of that, one thing that never changed, that I was always creating content, whether that was blog posts, video lessons, podcasts, I was always like doing things around the community. I ended up having a lot of passion for that. And that's what led me to off zero to be able to do that as a developer advocate for that company. Our big plan is to make sure any common use case when it comes to authentication can be handled with a plug and play solution.
1: Welcome to another installment of Jamstack Radio. On the line, we got Will Johnson from Off-Zero. What is up, Will? Yo, what's up, B-Dougie? Thanks for having me. Yeah, pleasure. Yeah, we've, we've chatted before, not on this podcast, but other, I guess, things that I do out in the world. Um, but I'm happy to have you on. I'm happy that you're at Off-Zero, too, as well. Like uh, We had James Q. Quick on earlier this year talking about some other updates, but also talking about developer content, uh, which was that episode, so... Honestly, it wasn't too Off Zero heavy uh, of an episode, but uh, I'm happy to talk about some stuff that you're working on. But before, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what you do
0: and uh, how you got there? Uh, So for me, currently, I'm a developer advocate at Off Zero. Um, Before that, I was working at AKIO, which is a learning platform for developers. Uh, And before that, I usually did like factory work and things uh, of that nature, I ended up switching careers just because I wanted to provide for my family, feeling like I wasn't really reaching out potential. So taught myself how to code, using like online resources, went on Twitter, networked like crazy because I knew wasn't anyone really going to beat down my door to hire me with having a background of factories and, and call centers and jobs like that. So through that, ended up getting the job at Egghead, got noticed by the founder and then did a lot of community work for them, but through all of that, one thing that never changed—that I was always creating content, whether that was blog posts, video lessons, going on Twitter Spaces, and podcasts—I was always like doing things around the community. I ended up having a lot of passion for that, and that's what led me to uh, Off Zero to be able to do that as a developer advocate for that company.
1: Yeah, awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Off Zero. I've said of Off Zero since I moved to San Francisco. I had met. Some early employees there, and uh, it basically solved a problem that I was looking for, uh, especially when I was working at Netlify, looking for some easy authentication solutions. Uh, I know you you have a, a bit of background in Ruby on Rails, is that correct?
0: Correct. Yeah. When I was at a uh, Egghead, I was learning Ruby on Rails for I think worked for about a year, a year and a half, I think. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And What I liked about Rails when I was doing it back for my first job is that authentication was
1: built in through some Ruby gems. And that was not the case when I switched over to JavaScript early, or like mid 2010s. And Off Zero is basically that sort of plug and play solution that I needed to do authentication. So, but I know because Off Zero has been like, they've been growing like crazy. Y'all are doing way more stuff than just adding some drop in replacements for managing user database and login credentials. So, you actually came on to talk about Off Zero action. So, do you want to give us like a, a quick, like, what is that? Uh, what is that trying to accomplish?
0: Sure. So basically, Off Zero Actions allows you to customize your login experience outside of what's available to be done uh, with Off Zero. Like some of the use cases that people may have is for as like ID verification. If you need to have someone log in and send a picture of their ID, you know, that's something that's not natively available uh, within Off Zero. Or even I've seen some use cases where. People were able to have someone log in and then like another step of verification is to use their voice to recognize it, um, you know, to verify who that person is. So with Actions, it allows you to kind of customize your experience and provide different ways to have security with your users. One of the biggest pieces of that is that a lot of it can be like low to no code. We have the Auth0 marketplace and you can take a lot of pre-made solutions uh, for common use cases and plug it right into the off zero dashboard and you won't have to write any code and you will have a, a tons of flexibility and customization right inside your app without you having to, you know, do any code yourself. Wow. That's, that's amazing too as well. And like, okay. So I didn't even know about the marketplace too as well. I feel like every time I talk to
1: someone from off zero, they're just pitching me new things that I just haven't <laughs> noticed. Cause I've been using the basics of the basics from it. So now, marketplace, it looks like a bunch of third party integrations as well, maybe some community stuff that you could uh, add into your off zero authentication.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And it's both there's some that's you know made by community members like you know, regular developers like you and me that may, hey, I've solved this use case, let me put this out and let other people, you know, share that benefit. And we also have official partner with different companies, you know, like Twilio and things like that. Um I think we've been, we even I think we have a GitHub one in there too. Okay. Nice. Um if you search for it. Yeah, I see the Netlify <laughs> one, which is uh like usually my go-to is adding authentication to one of
1: my Netlify sites just for uh, we do like a lot of like one-off problem solving, you know, in Devrel, I mean you probably you already figured this out, but you got to spin up a little side project to support a thing that you're doing like whether it 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 it's long-lasting or long-lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's nice about this is that if you set up authentication on one of those little side projects, maybe for an event, or maybe interactions with your Discord, you'll have a user database, a user table. And also what's nice about this, and like, I already know this, but like zero can be, help you to be GDPR compliant as well, uh, and also the California Data Protection Act as well. Um, all stuff I just don't want to have to care about. I just want someone to tell me you know, what checkboxes to do to make sure that this is this is legit which is pretty awesome so yeah off zero has come a long way yeah um, so we talked about the marketplace but I want to go back to the off zero actions mm-hmm. uh, and you, you mentioned about functionality like ID verification which I feel like I mean crypto is a thing like every time I sign up to another one of these like blockchain solution apps I gotta like submit my my knowledge I don't know Basically, my true identity to the to the platform to make sure they can I can pay taxes uh, if I happen to make money on something. Yeah, yeah. But I guess what I'm getting at is like that's a that's a familiar experience. Whenever I sign up to like a new platform, I got to submit my ID, which is nice to know that there's a pathway. There's like a paid way for me to solve that with off zero. But I'm curious, do you have any other examples of pe- what sort of actions you've seen people
0: create? Uh, I mean, those are like the main things we had a off zero actions hackathon not too long ago and, and those kind of the cool ones we've seen from that okay i'm curious
1: off zero you just actually just tweeted i know i'm gonna pivot a little bit but i just saw you tweet a video of the off zero ambassadors yeah um which I'm, I'm curious to know more about what that is, that program
0: is uh sure so the off zero ambassadors a kind of simple way to succinctly say what it is it's kind of almost like a DevRel in training program Okay. So basically it's people who write about uh, identity content doesn't necessarily have to be even off zero related. But if you're talking about, you know, SAML or doing single sign on or working with OpenID Connect or something like that, you can get paid by off zero to create that content. And you also get like coaching and training. Um, You'll be able to get paid to like speak at events and things like that. So it's sort of like our way of giving back to the community for the people who are speaking and educating about identity because it, it is a complex topic. Like you said earlier, it's not really something that you kind of want to think about. So to give back to the people who are helping people along that journey, that's what the ambassadors program is for. Okay, cool. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause I, um, months ago I
1: actually tweeted about, cause I've been, I've been mentoring a lot of folks uh, getting in the industry, folks who like either doing a boot camp program or coming out of college. And being a persona on the internet, like sometimes people reach out to me, so I'm like, I'm happy to be helpful. But one things that I, I like seeing, like if I go to like promote somebody or go pitch them to get a job here or there, is actually having content because I figure even if you're not doing DevRel but you're doing engineering, like being able to showcase that you can talk about technical problems mm-hmm. uh, and convince people that you that you decisions you made in in the code is like the decisions you made, like whether they're right or wrong, like this state your case and that's exactly what you do in all the times in pull requests. you open up a PR you're like hey I did this this is what I tried so having the off- zero ambassador I'm actually going to be pitching folks to, to go take take a look at this because it's it's a great way to get a leg up uh, if you want to establish yourself in the industry uh, especially if you want to yeah if you want to be noticed and um, sort of open up doors for other opportunities so yeah I'm, I'm super happy to, to learn more about that.
0: Yeah, it's a really fun project to be a part of. And like I said, there's training. They do like training like, you know, once a month where you'll learn either about an identity topic from one of the experts on the team or you'll learn about, you know, a specific product within Off Zero. Like you get a lot of support. It's a uh, Christy is the head of the program and she does a great job of like organizing everything and putting it together. So shout out to Christy and the ambassadors team
1: yeah that, that's awesome and it's a it's a thing that um like in and the, in the idea of devrel because you mentioned this is kind of like a training ground for future devrel folks or advocates and one thing that I talk about a lot publicly is like the idea of becoming an advocate or sorry the goals for advocates are you should be around creating other advocates now whether that's creating other advocates to join off zero or creating other advocates to just go out in the field and do stuff. Uh, I think it's extremely important because sustainability is like a, a thing that matters, especially in tech. So having some, some sort of flywheel or a system to grow new folks, so that way we're not always trying to chase after the, all the people we already know about. Um, <laughs> it, it levels the playing field, but also it, it provides doors that are open and sort of like step ups for people who, who could use them too as well. So I, I imagine I don't know how, how close you are to the program, but I'm sure there's probably some notable folks who are doing some great work. And uh, I'm curious: are there examples? Like, do y'all have a website that people could see the content that the ambassadors are are putting out there?
0: So the content is usually it'll be either on the Off Zero blog or on the Off Zero YouTube channel, and I can link you uh, to some of those. But one noticeable one is Mahmud. And uh, he's currently a developer advocate at Prisma. Uh, He was in the the program and he did a egghead talk about React uh, authentication with Off 0 And that's one of the things he used to actually get his job as a developer advocate at Prisma to kind of to show that, you know, he knows what he's doing. And it was a really, really good video. Yeah, I've definitely seen him around on Twitter and uh, he just recently gave a sort of junior
1: developer advocate talk at DevRelCon uh, just quite a few months ago. I didn't get a chance to catch it, but I did read one of his blog posts on the same subject. And yeah, it's nice that people that are sort of showing the path that you can sort of lead yourself into to get into this, this line of work. So going back to the um, off-zero actions, I'm curious, if I were to want to build my own action, like, can I just write this in JavaScript, or is there like a specific SDK that I need to be aware of?
0: Actions, it's it's a no JS environment, and it's actually a code editor uh, on the site. So if you have a Off Zero account and you go to Actions within your dashboard, there's a, a monaco code editor inline on the page that you can use to write the action. And yeah, it's Node.js code. I believe sixteen is the version that it's using. I, I, I don't quote me on that. Yeah, most likely sixteen's the it's the latest stable of a release. So I imagine
1: whatever environments people have that running
0: yeah and then so if you can read the docs and kind of tell you like what it has because it has like a an event object it's kind of like the main thing that you would use to get you know the um, you know what you may need whether that's like a username the the user's location things like that like any metadata that you need um, and you can use that to write the code and have it do what you need it to do uh, and right there on the site and then you can deploy it um, and then once it's deployed you'll have a chance to um, submitted to the marketplace, okay, and then you' had mentioned
1: there's uh, so the marketplace, but are these things that are hosted on off zero's cloud or uh, you also mentioned like low code as well, so I, I'm curious, do I need to have a place to host this myself, or I'm just using this in the off zero Monaco editor, and then it's
0: gonna be hosted down the road. yeah, you are correct. We actually host the code, so that's why I say it's it's low code right in the editor, you, you know you write a couple functions. And it's hosted on Zero servers. You never have to touch your own code base to kind of, you know, make these changes. Okay, cool. And then if people wanted to just sort of jump into this now where you'd mentioned the docs, but like where can people find the docs uh, for getting started? Uh, well, first, we have a bunch of blog posts talking about actions. Uh, I just released one talking about um, one of the no code ways with Zero and PliVo to do two-factor in- indication with uh, SMS. But if you did want to go straight into the docs, you can go to com slash docs slash actions, and that'll tell you how actions work. You'll get like a demo of how to write your first action, and then it'll, you can go through and see like the different uh, things about it, like how to trigger an action and things like that.
1: Cool. Excellent. Well, hopefully everybody listening, uh, can find those URLs. We'll have links in the show notes as well. Uh, just hit us up uh, on Twitter if you don't see them, or just find yourself at slash podcast jamsec radio uh, Again, also in the show notes. And um, with that, well, did anything else in Off Zero happening that you wanted to mention before we sort of slide into the, the picks section?
0: Um, I would probably say the main thing is that we, as actions continue to grow and we add um, more use cases, the big plan is to have like the no code integrations from the marketplace be like 90% cover like 90% of all common use cases. And maybe about 10% uh, is you having to write custom code. Uh, Our big plan is to make sure any common use case when it comes to authentication, or even like custom things, like I said, the, the ID verification can be handled with a you know a plug and play solution so that way you can get back to you know doing the things and making the cool features and the the things that aren't related to identity so that's like the the big plan
1: excellent well i'm, look, I'm looking forward to actually trying this myself like i'm very familiar with all these sort of low code Functions, actions, lambdas, and built inside of platforms. So definitely want to try this out. And folks, if you or have any interest in updating or upgrading your your authentication solution, check out Off Zero. Uh, and with that said, I'm going to transition the picks in the Jamstack ecosystem. Like we've seen a lot of growth recently, lots of uh, <laughs> crazy acquisitions and and fundraising. But I'd love to like, take this time to talk talk about some picks, things that we're jamming on. In particular, these things could be music, food gaming, code related everything's on the table. And with that I wanted to actually share my first pick which I I had prefaced with you before we actually started the, the recording is my pick is Twitter spaces and I'm a big fan of it. I know you've been using them. Uh, you've been jumping in spaces as well but the reason I even know about Twitter spaces because you, you had spaces like back in the day uh, We just had like just random people in the developer community and you would interview them. And I think you were the first person that actually sat in the space that, um, because like Clubhouse is um, another tool, an app that also took, got big in 2021. Mm-hmm. But every time I jumped in a space or a Clubhouse, it was kind of like awkward of like, hey, <laughs> come grab the mic, jump up and say whatever you want, and some random stuff, or talk about like some like sort of like the versus after party. Yeah, uh, but like. Your spaces were always so smooth, and like you had the conversation going, and you had brought up people, uh, and like people would ask questions and weren't shy. And uh, that's when it sort of clicked. Like in the summertime, when I was in your spaces, like, hey, I could do this. So I actually started doing spaces over the summer, and then started doing it more consistently uh, in the last couple months. And uh, yeah, it's actually been going pretty well. Like for Twitter as a platform, I've never really like thought seriously about it until like this year mm-hmm. like i've just always like this tweeted whatever and shared blog posts but for networking and engaging community like twitter is really making a lot of sense and spaces is like that sort of layer that's kind of gluing everything else together uh if that makes sense so yeah i'm curious your, your thoughts and like if you have any back you know, if you wanted to share a bit of
0: your your history of with twitter spaces uh sure yeah first i agree man i love twitter spaces it's that thing that Twitter needed, right? Because when you're watching the tweet, you're reading it, you know, depending on what, what your mood is, you might read it a certain way and it may not have been taken that way. And you know, we, we all seen what happens on Twitter. But I think with spaces, you, you're you allowed to see, you know, people's voice inflection, their incitement, uh, and it kind of like just makes the the relationships deeper. Like I remember the first time I was in one. And it was like what a lot of people I look up to, like Natter was in there, Demetrius Clark from Netlify. It was a, like a lot of people who I looked up to. And it was just so cool to just to hear them chat, you know, out outside of reading their tweets. Yeah. So that's why I started hosting my own to where I would interview people. I was basically talk, asking about their career and what advice they could give to others. And I liked it because it was free. Like yeah. with the podcast, you have to, you know, edit and make sure everything is perfect uh, with spaces I was just always go off the cuff and just say whatever I was feeling. It just felt more fun and free and it um I enjoyed them a lot. And I like getting the audience involved. Let them give a chance to, you know, ask a question or maybe ask for advice particular to their own situation. Cause, you know, sometimes you may listen to a podcast and you'd be like, Well, how can that be applied to me? You don't really get that chance. So yeah. With spaces, you get a chance to do that live. So yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, and they've been shipping some, some so I I've been doing consistent
1: spaces. I'm actually connected to Twitter as well, uh, so they've been actually chatting with me about my spaces, which is uh, I'm just kind of honored that they they would reach out and connect with me. Um, so with that, like I've got a- access to like new features for spaces, like recording. Uh, so you mentioned like the the podcast element. Mm-hmm. What I like about that uh, hitting the record button is so that people can find it later. And the thing about Twitter mm-hmm. is like if someone retweets that with the recording there. I, that's another ten people are going to, or ten to 100 hundred, whatever people who, that can have access to that conversation. Uh, it only lasts. It's kind of like uh, Twitch. It only lasts like thirty days, uh, and then it expires uh, or deletes itself or whatever. But I don't know. I, I feel like by now, if you haven't been noticing what's happening on Twitter and like the Twitter Spaces, and uh, by the time this podcast comes out, like I would highly recommend if you're doing DevRel. Set it up like the effort is pretty low to basically get a friend or get another coworker to have a conversation about a thing. Yeah. I think the the moment isn't the, the moment was last year basically, but if you haven't got into it, like definitely check it out now. I figured there's going to be a a world where there's like consistent spaces hosts. Uh, I'm starting to see like celebrities and like big name people starting to do spaces, uh, which is also interesting as well.
0: Yeah, I've seen the same thing. Like people would do like after parties for shows and stuff like that. I've seen that on Twitter spaces. Yeah, it's just mind blowing
1: how how accessible people are on Twitter. <laughs> so Will, that's my
0: pick. Uh, I'm gonna stop there. Uh, did you have any picks for the audience? Uh, sure, so for me, it is Framer Motion 3D. It was just released not too long ago. And if you don't know what Framer Motion is, Framer Motion is an animation library. For React, and the reason why I like it is because it's really, really declarative, and it's in the mindset and mental model of React. Basically, just passing some props to do animations, and you can make it really, really declarative. You can make an object called a variant, give it names you want. So if you want it to be open, you can describe what open looks like to you in a super declarative manner, and then call open in the prop, and you know it'll animate to open. It's super, super smart. I'm I'm really into uh, frame motion, but the 3D Frame of Motion is really exciting because one of the things I was looking into is like, okay, how can I, you know, do 3D on the web? So I was looking at like WebGL and React Three Fiber. So Frame of Motion 3D is a layer. So it's already the like Three GS, which is yeah. a layer on top of WebGL. Then React Three Fiber is a layer on top of Three GS, and now Frame of Motion is like another layer on top of all of that. Um, but it allows you to create like 3D interactions in your websites, uh, the clarity is using the the syntax from Framer Motion and a couple of components from React 3 Fiber. Okay. Wow, that's <laughs> that's a lot of words. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I've been a familiar framework for the, like the longest time. Never mess with 3D stuff because I just figured that's just another layer of expertise I'm never going to have. But yeah, I'm excited for you to check it out and um, excited for other folks if you're interested in, Check it out, Framer 3D, as well. And then I think in, in, in passing, you had mentioned,
0: like, on Twitter, you're working on a Framer course. Uh, Do you want to plug that? Uh, sure. So I have recorded a pretty much an introduction Framer Motion course of how to animate your applications using Framer Motion. Um, it's about 11 lessons, It's only like, 27 minutes. So it's really short, and it's available for free on egghead.io. So if you type in my name in Egghead, you should find it. But, of course, we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. All right. Excellent. And one of the probably the, the biggest things about it, um, if you're on the fence, because some people are like, oh, I don't know anything about animation. Animation is hard. Um, that's one of the things you don't have to worry about with frame motion. The creator, Matt Perry, he's very smart and he made a lot of defaults for frame motion. So if you still want good UI animations without knowing anything about how to animate then frame emotions is, is definitely something to check out nice because if you sign up for my email list you get like a preview lesson uh, some people told me that they've used that preview lesson to do like projects to show in like job interviews and stuff like that and they were the uh interviewers were impressed with that extra polish and and things like that so animation works
1: nice nice and uh well thanks so much for chatting about off zero catching us up with off zero actions as well as even mentioning and passing the marketplace like again did not even know that was a thing but with that folks keep spreading the jam that's all the time we have for today if you're interested in being a guest on the show or if you'd like to suggest a topic find us on twitter at jamstack radio